Hello and welcome to episode 8 of series 1. I can't believe where the time's gone. I know I said that in the last episode, but genuinely, wow. Um, Yeah, so this week's episode is with a good friend of mine, Jay Featherstone, and we are talking about his project and also his full-time job now which is the Jay Feds Drums business. Um, so he's a full-time drummer um, and performer post-Covid essentially um, and we're talking about his career move from being in like full-time employment to going to that solo um, self-employed lifestyle I suppose. Um, we delve into different areas of this um, and talk about the professional effects of it, but also like the like mental well being and the emotional well being effects of it. Um, but yeah, we just go down all different avenues. I think listening back to this and editing this, I realised how chilled out this conversation was, which is really nice because we've had a few that episodes that are a little bit deep and a little bit like heavy on a listening perspective. And I think it's nice to just have quite a conversational flow on this week's episode. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, so firstly, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. Is this your first one you've come on? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, that's nice. First time for you. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about a little bit about your career and like what you do, I suppose, and your journey with um, the J-Feds Drums um, project, I suppose. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, mm-hmm. So, firstly, how are you keeping in yourself? Obviously, we had some good news yesterday in regards to, like, restrictions and stuff. I know you've got your own beliefs, but how are you doing anyway? Yeah, I'm sound, to be fair, man. Like, um, I think everyone will get better now that there's, like, a, a kind of set date in sight, I guess. Um, but, yeah, just, like, it's better now the weather's getting warmer as well. I think yeah definitely yeah Yeah, that's good and I think like you say it's um the dark nights are like not as bad now are they as they were and stuff and that definitely helps um okay yeah so we'll just jump straight into the questions then so firstly um when did you start working full-time in your early adult life that's tough actually I don't know I got a job when I was like I think I was my mom split with her ex-husband when I was like 13 and then I got a job at like a boatyard um, pumping like actual shit out of boats um, oh, okay. like at the weekends and then I think I've always worked since that really and then I obviously when I finished school I went full-time working in like restaurants and stuff like that yeah and then yeah always been in work I guess yeah and then before you um obviously went self-employed um what area of work were you in before that um so I mainly did restaurant management and then for a while um for like three years I worked for a really cool company um that worked with kids that can't be in mainstream education for whatever reason um I got all various different issues um and stuff and Mm. that was really cool um but then through like my own personal shit I guess I didn't really feel I had the strength to help someone through theirs anymore yeah um, so I quit that and then went back to kind of restaurant management last summer like coming out of lockdown oh right I didn't know that 
Yeah, ma'am. Oh, that's cool. Um, and do you feel like any of your jobs influenced or um, for the positive or negative aspect the way that you've gone with your career now? Like, do you think any of them like sprung the idea in your head to go solo or? Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Like one thousand percent. I've always had a bit of a problem of like not authority, but never really like doing things someone else's way. Yeah. And then the last company I worked for. It just a mess man like a bad mess and then it all sort of came came to an end really like a, a natural end little bit you've explained this but um have you have you always known that you were gonna work um not necessarily solo but you always knew that you needed your own creative flair in work yeah yeah 100 like it's really as i've matured i found it become I found it's become more and more prominent to me mm. that I cannot work towards someone else's dream. Like I, I need to be pushing myself and like my own ventures. Like I can't really, I, I don't know, man, I don't, I, I'm not on board with them paying me money for me to earn for them sort of thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and I've got like so much shit in my head that I want to do and I'm not really going to achieve any of those things working for other people. So just kind of thought it was, um, it, it all came to a natural end at the same time, I guess. And then mm. at the same time, someone was like, I think my mom put something on Facebook and was like, does anyone know where my son can store his drums, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Someone was like, oh, you can rent these studios full time. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and I took on a lease and yeah, it just kind of all fell into place within like a couple of weeks, really. Yeah, literally like <clears throat> my next question was, when did you start preparations for this? So yeah, just keep going with where you where you go in with that. I guess like, I've... I've wanted to do it for ages, but it's so scary. Like ev- yeah. everyone wants to be a rock star, don't they? Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone wants to be a professional musician. And yeah. Talking about zero point zero 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 one percent do it, but um, I was like going through this work on my notice period, thinking like, what do I do next? Like mm. blah blah blah. And then the studio came up, and I was like, right, like this is it. I'm gonna go all in. Um, and I just kind of yeah, just focused on getting that and getting that set up and. It it wasn't so much a, a stage of preparation. I just kind of jumped in, and then it took me like a couple of months to get comfortable. Yeah, um, but we're, we're there now, I guess. Yeah, um, definitely. And um, it, just for like a timing scale, when did these preparations start? So, like, talk me through when you're working. You notice to when this um, studio kind of opportunity come up. Um, so like the start of September. I said okay. I was going to leave in October. Um. And then towards the end of October, it all sort of yeah came about, really. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, so, so, like, what kind of preparations did you have to make um, in the sense of, like, your social media pages? Like, obviously, I've seen on your Instagram page, like, you've got quite a few things going on. You've got YouTube now. Like, how much time did that take to prepare that? To be honest, I kind of underestimated it. Like, yeah. I wanted – I had in my head, like, I wanted to put these – everything i didn't want to have it because i want to be instagram famous or youtube famous whatever i wanted Mm. a visual portfolio where people could go and see my body of work like my instagram page for my drumming is just a body of my work like i'm not going to have other people on there or anything it's Mm. just my sort of like digital cv i guess yeah Um, so I had in my head that I wanted to keep churning out content to sort of push myself and look, you know, look more and more professional. And as it's gone on, I've just wanted to look better and get better. And it's become like, 
I mean, they take a while to do these social things, these videos and stuff. They take me a while. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy? Yeah. Do you enjoy the editing, etc., as much as you do the actual drumming? Nah. <laughs> it's horrible, man. I hate computers. Uh, I hate technology. You? Yeah. Um, but if I, so if I film like a song, it's like three minutes. Um, it probably takes me like three or four hours to learn the song and all 20 mm. parts I want to probably two hours to record the audio and then probably three or four hours to film from four different angles and then maybe three or four hours to edit it and then bloody hell yeah putting that up then I have to do all the Instagram the TikTok write the hashtags all that shit yeah um, yeah are you finding that um with lockdown you're more like productive or do you think because you're not having that time away um oh, or like, no. like those that you're less productive i'm so lazy like uh. <laughs> it, it's hard because all i want to do is play drums in front of people like i want to be on a mm. stage in front of as many people as regularly as possible yeah um and up until sort of last night there's been no like look this is the time frame you will be doing that in so i've mm. just been churning out this content and fucking constantly doing this shit with no real like aim of where i'm going but now yeah. i can kind of see like hopefully you know festivals and gigs become a thing mm. um in summer and people can start paying me to get up on stage with them yeah so. definitely and um just so that obviously because i know all kind of what you get up to and i suppose if anyone's listening who follows your pages will but if someone mm. doesn't kind of like explain what your job title is now then like talk about what you do <laughs> Um, at the minute, I'm kind of mixing my time between teaching and producing my own content, um, just because the teaching pays for the studio sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, six months down the line, I guess I'd probably still be teaching one day a week, but primarily want to be playing shows as much as humanely possible until my arms don't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've, I've got a couple of little projects like that I'm working on that I can pretty much come out of lockdown swinging with. Um, so i guess yeah just drumming like that's my job title just drummer yeah drums man yeah definitely and when i release this i will obviously like link youtube and everything so people can have a look at what you're getting up to (laughs) um but what would you say was the biggest challenge in going solo so obviously it's quite a stressful time um economically anyway you've took a jump from like employment not that the hospitality is really you know thrived through this time anyway but Mm. you've gone from that to solo was that a challenge in the sense of like you know you've got to earn a keep you're an adult do you know what I mean like was that something that weighed on your mind um yeah it was fucking hard actually um Mm. like I've always and I said I have a job I've had a job since I was 13 like I've always had money (laughs) yeah and I'm good with money so I have always made sure I've got money and I kind of went into it knowing that I had savings that would get me through Mm. but like the lockdown has gone on that long um the, the savings are, like drawing the thin, thin. <laughs> yeah um yeah. but it, it, all in all like it's a scary process but like, my mom's been fucking amazing she's helped me with anything um mm. and like i think i don't know i have this conversation with a lot of my friends quite often um people put money in like the success of growth before their happiness i guess um but Mm. i kind of don't care if i have nothing right now like i I don't really give a shit i just want to be at a point where i'm working towards playing and doing what i love every day sort of thing 
Um, yeah. So it, it has been hard. Like it's the whole thing is one big challenge. There's no sort of singular aspect of it that's been tougher than any. But I think, yeah, I think I don't know. I guess I kind of needed to go through it. Um, or I'm still in it, but I guess I kind of need to go through this and just haven't. Like my, I could get a job, couldn't I? I could go and work at Tesco or something. But mm. like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> yeah, just no, money. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, and I think um like you say you've got quite you've clearly got quite a good supportive network around you uh and you know i'm not gonna like delve into your finances like but i'll just you know from a listener's perspective if someone's looking at it and thinking oh i'd quite like to do a solo kind of uh project even if they wanted to come out of work this is their i suppose times to listen and be like oh how did he do it that's why i asked because money realistically is one of the biggest stresses that we have in life um you need to like in my opinion, and I'm not a financial advisor or a life coach, but I think it's like having a kid. Like you are never going to have enough money to have a kid. Like you yeah, just got to do it, true. and you'll do it. Like yeah. you, there's never going to be a number that you're going to have in your bank account, and you're going to think, right, I can run a business now. Or maybe there is, but yeah, for something like something born out of passion, I don't think you really need like a massive. It, I don't know, it's hard because you could be wanting to open a restaurant and you need like a certain amount of money to open yeah. a restaurant. But I think if you're thinking about becoming a musician, just fucking go, just do it. Just like pour your heart and soul into it. It doesn't really matter if you have any money. Mm. Um, as long as you wake up every day and just all you have to do that day is whatever you love. I think it's... Yeah, uh, I think if you, like you say, if you've, got the, if you've got the motivation and the drive and you've got the vision long term, then you'll find a way, I think. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that's probably a better way of saying it than me <laughs> <laughs> um so um did do you think that if um the disaster that is covid hadn't come along in the last 12 months you would have still made this jump yeah 100 percent. yeah and do you think it was so okay because i it, i thought previous to speaking to you it would have been that that made you think oh fuck it if it's not now then when mm. um so do you was it the experience at that restaurant that you were talking about at the beginning kind of all intertwined really um i had a bad crash on my bike and mm. like last summer um and i fucked my back up i broke my wrist um and like it was in lockdown and i went from being really active in lockdown and coping with it really well to not being able to like walk for like a week and then not being yeah. able to use my hands for like a month jesus um, yeah it was grim but i had to just sit there and think and i kind of realized like I could go back to work and get a really good job, but I don't really want money. I want I mm. want like to enjoy my life. I don't really care about fucking buying a house and shit. I, yeah. I want to. I, I don't know. I want to do shit that matters. Um, and I guess I I guess I maybe made that realization throughout lockdown, but then completely fucking slapped myself in the face and went and got a job working in a restaurant. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, it was, it was probably in the it's probably in the first few weeks of working in the restaurant. It, it came as like a sharp realization mm. that I needed to, yeah, I needed to go and do my thing. I guess. Yeah, and it's worked so far for you, hasn't it? Really, so it's not like um, it's not like you've gone for it and thought, oh shit. You yeah. might have done. You might just be putting on a bit of a face. But yeah, oh man, I'm, con- looks- <laughs> I'm having a constant 
state of oh shit. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, well, look from the outside, it looks like it's going really well. Um, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Which nicely leads on to the next question, which is what's been the peak of your solo career project, whatever you want to call it? What's been the peak of that so far? Oh, there's been loads of cool moments. Like I've put videos up, and like people that I look up to have like mm. seen them commented or messaged me and said ace things and it's fucking it, like it, it doesn't wear off like you mm. experience highs and they wear off Th- those things don't wear off like i still go back and like architects yeah. um i covered one of their songs and sam from architects commented and was like respect and i was like fuck yeah so <laughs> um, yeah and that's that's i suppose that kind of drives you so keep yeah. going then doesn't it um but i think the the standalone one would definitely be i was i was in bed and my mom come running into my room at like this was like two days after I'd, I'd like all this shit had happened at the restaurant mm. and I was kind of down in the dumps and I hadn't secured my studio and I was like fuck and then my mom comes running in at like mm. it was probably about 10 to 8 in the morning and I'm not a morning person <laughs> and yeah. she was screaming I was like fucking hell woman what's wrong <laughs> and she turned up the radio and she had radio x on her phone like the breakfast show um yeah and I heard my name and I was like hang on and it was chris moyles and he was talking and he said my name and i was like what the fuck and then he was like ah he's a drummer his instagram is this you should go and follow him and i was like what's going on and then my phone blew man like you're joking nah swear down like he'd fully he was on my like he carried on and he scrolled down and um, they played videos from my Instagram live on Radio X in the morning. Like, Chris Moyles was sat there gassing me up. What? Um, yeah, straight up. Um, and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> like, I was literally in disbelief. And then my phone, like, you know when you you think, like, famous people put up posts and their phone must go mental? <laughs> it was literally, like, I must have gained 200 followers in about 10 minutes. Like, it was You're fucking joking. outrageous. Yeah. Um, and literally, like, I went to bed one night. And I woke up the next morning with a fan base and like so many of those people still follow me and message me every time I upload saying, yeah, we came from Chris Moyle's show, but this is sick. We're sticking around. And like, yeah, that, that for me, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I remember I do remember you uploading it on your socials and I listen to Radio X sometimes on the way to work. I'm a bit yeah. gutted I missed it that morning, but it, that is a madness. Mate, like, I, I remember sitting with my nan years ago and saying, like, it's so hard to be a solo drummer because if you're a solo singer or a guitarist, you get played on the radio, like, it's mm. fine. But drummers never get played on the radio. And then, fucking, <laughs> like, two years later, he just literally just played one of my Instagram clips. I was, like, covering someone's song. And yeah. he just played it on the radio. And I was, yeah. That, that, that's I... definitely number one, I think. Yeah, definitely. Like I say, so when far, I saw so it, I was far. like, what the hell? Like, like I say, I listen to Radio X on mornings and it's just like, if I'd have heard that, or, you know, I'm guessing there probably would have been someone who knew your name and heard it. It would be like, what the bloody hell is that, that name doing yeah. the radio? I had friends like that, that messaged me and were like, well, mm. we just heard the radio. Um, <laughs> and I think one of the one of the people who worked at the restaurant um, said mm. to my sister was like, do you like Radio X or whatever? And she was like, yeah, yeah, you heard my brother, didn't you? And he was like, that was actually him. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So. Yeah, it's like you say. If you've been doing this since you said September, let's just go with September. Yeah. You're not even 12 months in and that's happened. That 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 is a massive sign that you're doing something right. Hopefully, man. Yeah, I hope so. 
Um, so looking forward, what, what's, um, what's one of your goals for the end of the year? Are you one of those people who manifest things, who plans things out or? Uh, my mom's been forcing me to manifest shit recently. Um, <laughs> there's a yeah. couple, a couple of opportunities of, um, been advertised to me, um, for some substantial positions, um, with like okay. bands. We don't want to go into I mean, too much detail. Yeah, no, I've I, like basically no, bands that I've been going to see for years, um, new drummers sort of thing. Um, and I think there's mm. been one or two, and I've obviously put my name forward for both. And like, mm. I've tried so hard to sit there at night, man, and picture myself on stage with them and do all the fucking manifestation meditations and shit. Um, mm. but I kind of, I'm half and half with manifestation and what will be will be sort of thing. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I do manifest shit, um, uh, but there's definitely things I want to achieve by the end of this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. 100%. If you did, for example, if you did, um, I don't know how it works. I'm not a musician, but if you got, if you got offered the opportunity of like drumming in a band, um, and I'm guessing it'd be like on a touring base, etc. Mm-hmm. How would you feel in the sense of like adapting to like that group and like people around you? Because obviously there is the, the career side of it and you'd be doing what you love every day. But there's also a lifestyle change, isn't there? Yeah, 100%. Um, it is actually something I think about. You, you're kind of on the road with people. Like you have mm-hmm. to live with those people in like a bus or a hotel room or whatever. But <laughs> I try and get on with everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. If you're on. a complete then maybe not but i do my best to get on with everyone um so i guess i'd be okay there's probably people who hate me who would disagree but uh, mm. at the end of the day i'm not there to be anything more than a drummer i guess but no and i think as well if you've got a shared passion and you know you're working towards the same thing then there's you've got what at least one thing in in uh common so but it is the dream i suppose is to be in a band yeah that's that's the end aim i guess I don't um, want to do the. Okay. I don't want to do the like playing your fucking local pub shit. I don't know. I feel like I'm better than that. Um, and I've I've done those things. I have played shows at college when I was. Uh, I went to college in Birmingham, and I've played yeah. the minor shows with loads of different artists, man. And I feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like I've worked on myself enough that I'm, that I'm definitely worthy of taking the spots that, you know, become available. Um, mm. But it's just a big. It's a big game of who knows what and when sort of thing. Yeah. And you've said that you've obviously like um, envisioned things, but have you ever thought about the, I mean, like we're not, we're not making assumptions here, but have you ever thought about the fact that one day you might have a platform and that kind of saying of be careful what you wish for? Do you ever worry about that? Um, No, not really. Um, I'm pretty comfortable about where I'm at in my existence um, ethically. Um, Yeah. And I don't think, like, I mean, I'm quite anti most things. Um, like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'd probably use my platform for good where possible, but not milk it sort of thing. Like, all all my favorite bands and stuff, um, like Architects While She Sleeps, um, these sort of bands, like, use their platform to sort of put the messages across that need to be heard sort of thing. And I've always thought to myself, given the opportunity that would be where I was at um mm. but yeah I just get I guess I have to just hope that I mean I'm pretty sure morally my moral compass will pretty much always stay clear but yeah I guess I don't know it's hard to imagine yourself to be famous yeah definitely um, definitely but I don't think I'd be a dickhead and 
tell people to fuck off or <laughs> be one of those bands that like you know when you go to a show when you're a kid and like you wait outside for like four hours in the cold and the wet mm, to meet the band I don't wanna, yeah i would never be like that. i'd probably just sit on the stage after the show and have a chat to be honest like That'd be sick, wouldn't it? And it's nice even just to think about that. Like everyone has their own dreams and, you know, for you, it's it's being a musician. For other people, it can be whatever, mm. whether it's climbing the career ladder. Um, but it's nice to think about that, a long-term goal, I suppose. And to you, that's obviously crossed your mind. Yeah. Um, so like to round the episode up, I suppose, what advice would you give to any listeners who are contemplating starting their own business or even starting a side project? Obviously... <laughs> Um, you're quite a confident and ballsy person to do this in the midst mm. of a pandemic. Um, and not, I suppose, you know, I'm not underestimating your anxieties around it. Um, but you, you've done it, you know, you've took the leap. And I think yeah. while you've got, while you're on the podcast, you might as well like give some, you know, advice, I suppose, to people. I don't, I feel very, um, I don't know. It's kind of scary. Like I don't really want people to take my life advice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think for me personally, like I couldn't really fathom the idea of not doing it. Um, like I, I, I think I first played drums when I was like four or something. My mom got me like one of them little mini drum kits, and I like put yeah. on a gig in my lounge on Christmas Day for everyone, um, singing to like Robbie Williams or some shit. Um, Amazing. But I think I've always everyone wants to be a rock star it's really hard to sit here trying to be a rock star and telling people mm. like i've done the stupidest fucking thing i could have done at the stupidest and worst time i could have done it um yeah that's but, that's how i viewed it which is like i was like what was the motivation that's why, why literally I just I, I can't fathom the idea of doing anything else like mm. i cannot work in the constructs of an office or um to someone else's rule like I, I just can't imagine doing it and the things that I want to achieve in life like I think my the, the best the best I could offer this planet with the skills I've got is by playing drums and putting myself in a position where I can help people um mm. like, yeah. I want to be in a big band not because I want to write music that people fucking start wars over but because I want to write music that brings people peace like inside of them I guess um mm. so and is that what music brings to you oh yeah 100% but like the drive to be a musician is not so much the drive for me to succeed as a drummer. It's more everything that I want in life kind of would come from a success in, in music, I guess. Like I want to see the world, like I can get to tour. Um, I want to fucking help as many people as possible. I'm given a platform to help people. Um, I guess, yeah, if, if anyone's listening and is thinking about doing it, don't fucking make it a side project. Like, you said you said side project a minute ago. You, you mm. can't do that. Like if you do that, mm. you might do okay, but that's not. You can't. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's all in. Like it is a gambler's game. Like you go all in, or I would not recommend betting. Um, yeah, I definitely invest everything into it, man. Like I, I don't know. I don't really see much point in doing something that you don't want to do. Like, I have so many friends who have jobs that they're just so miserable going to work every day, and I just think like why the fuck are you doing that are you sick yeah. um <laughs> oh good old bit of honesty yeah oh, I'll, yeah i'll just be upfront about it like i just think it's stupid life isn't that long that we know of um it's very true and yeah people's lives are cut short all the time and everyone always says oh it just shows you you gotta t- take advantage of what you've got and then 
five days later they're back miserable in their job fucking working nine yeah. five, five days a week having three weeks holiday yeah it's so true it is true um you, like you say life is short you know it, tomorrow isn't guaranteed as cliche as it sounds but you know what we have around us at the moment proves that so if you're gonna do something then just jump into it with everything everything in your being i suppose not everyone has like um mm. the things that i mean I, i've grown up mountain biking and drumming like they're the things i love like i know that i love both those things and i know that i don't think um injury permitting touch wood i'm not gonna stop those things um until I die, hopefully. But there are people mm. who don't know what those things are for them. Um, so you just have to do as much shit as you possibly can and experience as much new stuff as you possibly can. And then find that thing, man. Find that thing that gets you excited to get out of bed in the morning. Um, it could be anything, man. It could be literally anything yeah. for like everyone. It could just be anything. Uh, and yeah. then just throw yourself at it. Because why not? Like, that's such good advice as well. Like you've got to have, you know, not everyone's going to follow the path of, you know, going in their own line of work. But even if you do work your nine to five or whatever and you enjoy it, you've got to find something to have a release from. Like you say, you like mountain biking. Mm. That's a big release for you, isn't it? Like emotionally, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck hell. Yeah, it's it's hard to think about your life problems when you're fucking smashing into trees head first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's pretty much like rounds up everything, unless you want to add anything on. I don't think so, man. I don't want anyone to listen to this and think I'm a guru and goes and like alters their life based on what I've done. So that nicely brings us to an end of episode eight. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Jay was so open and so relaxed in this recording. Um, when I was editing, I was like, oh man, this is so chilled. And I love that. I absolutely love it because some of the episodes have been really well structured and rightly so because some of them need to be. But it was nice to just have a conversational flow on this specific one. So next week is the final episode of the series. I hope to see you back. Uh, give us a like, give us a share. All of the stuff that you already have been doing. But yeah, have a great week and I'll see you next week for the last one. Stay safe.